This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review and Houston Round Ball Review Radio with an August 11th one-on-none podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss the Rockets and bubble talk in college basketball. And not this time, not talk about who's on the bubble, whose bubble has burst. Serious bubble concept discussion for college hoops. Let's get at it. Everybody all knows, and one of the reasons I haven't done many um, one-on-nones lately is because I was waiting for decisions like this to be made. Today, August 11th, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 postponed fall sports. Both conferences cited medical, medical concerns, including myocarditis, inflammation of the heart, heart muscle, as a factor in the decisions that they made. Fall sports include men's and women's cross-country, field hockey, football, men's and women's soccer, women's volleyball, and men's water polo. Clearly, the biggest one of those sports is football. No football will have a huge financial impact on people throughout the country, but specifically college towns who really rely and depend on that financial windfall that comes from football in the fall. So the financial ramifications are going to be huge. There are going to be jobs, people laid off because of this. But as I stated, health reasons was a factor cited by both conferences. These are are just two of the Power Five. The SEC, ACC, and Big 12, as of this one-on-one podcast, are still pledging to have fall sports and at minimum football. They're going to go forward. That may change. We'll see if pressure gets to them. We'll see if their medical advisory board differs and says football can be played. I know that one physician for the ACC has said that football can be played if it's done safely and effectively. Well, hell, as of August 11th, the United States of America has done a piss-poor job of following protocols and procedures to combat and find the curve of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. I fought leadership from on high. You know who I'm talking about about on high. The man who wears a mask randomly. The man who didn't take this seriously for months. The man who called it a hoax. The man who took no responsibility for it for months. And his minions and lemmings, his mouthpieces throughout social media and TV, who didn't take it seriously, had a governor, Mississippi governor, earlier this month, finally realized how serious this was and the potential impact on football when he said, folks, citizens, wear your mask. I want college football in the fall. Where was that seriousness and leadership back in March and April? The reward for fall sports would have been if we would have done things necessary back in March and April to take this seriously. If we would not have opened up businesses too soon who did not meet, if your states did not meet the requirements set aside, set forth by the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Numerous states opened up too soon, did not fall within parameters set by the CDC. 
The decisions made today by the Big Ten and Pac-12 are a result of our failures. Our failures as citizens for not doing things necessary and understanding the ramifications of our quote-unquote freedoms that some people cited and continue to cite. I saw a gentleman on TV this morning who until he got sick with the COVID, he thought it, thought it was a hoax. That mentality is the reason we have the problem we have today. The decision we have today, no football, no fall sports. That mindset, still thinking it's a hoax. Also, football presidents did not do a good enough job planning ahead. Thinking about the possibilities, thinking about the contingencies if the numbers aren't reduced, if the positive rate is not reduced, if students, fans, parents, children, politicians don't take it seriously and do things like physical distancing, do things like wear a mask, do things like wash your hands, practicing good hygiene. Fall sports contingencies could have, should have been planned months ago for the possibility of, well, if we don't do these things, if things, certain things don't happen, we may not have fall sports. A handful of ADs and presidents said, well, what about football in the spring months ago? Oh, so that's the last resort. At that time, when you ask about these things, ask about the possibility of spring football, you should have begun planning and what if. Hell, you should have begun having public service announcements asking your fans to wear a mask, asking your fans to buy the mask of your favorite alma mater. Masks work. It took a while for the majority of science, scientists to agree with that, the masks work, but that decision, that agreement happened months ago. But my talk now is this is August 11th. Football, college football has dropped the ball. And they're paying the price. We see in the NBA, the WNBA, international soccer, National Women's Soccer League, the MLS soccer, NHL hockey, sports throughout the world that some sort of bubble concept works. Which leads me to what my domain is. Basketball, and specifically college basketball. It is August 11th. I implore the college basketball coaches, men's and women's coaches, the AD, the school presidents, the conference commissioners, to begin, if you haven't already, begin Contemplating the bubble concept. August 10th, the Athletic, the college basketball writers for the Athletic, put together a thorough article about how to save non-conference basketball games with the bubble. 44 pods for all 357 Division I schools, men's and women's basketball teams. It's very thorough. I don't understand why they focused on non-conference games. A bubble concept was not going to benefit non-conference games. That wasn't going to happen. Focus on conference games. I said a month ago, if not longer, 
the college basketball I thought it would begin in January and focus on conference games. Last week, I think around August 3rd or so, Jason Key, basketball guy, specifically women's basketball, he does some, some scouting services. He puts together events, grassroots tournaments. He tweeted the, the idea of the bubble concept for the Big 12 for women's basketball. He, he cited and suggested a neutral site location like Kansas City and have the Big 12 member schools, the teams, stay in hotels in Kansas City, play three games a week, complete your, your conference schedule, and then have postseason play. That received numerous likes, retweets by folks I follow. That got me thinking. Has the bubble idea of a bubble been discussed among college coaches specifically as it relates to women's college hoops? Last couple of days, I've got my answer. Yes. Yes, it has been discussed. Yes, it is being discussed. And the majority so far that I've talked to and heard from are in favor of the idea, are in favor of the bubble concept. It's not 100% agreement. I, I have heard point blank that there are coaches who are not in favor of it, that it is just a waste of time. In general, the bubble concept should begin with this very simple question. Do you want to have college basketball in 2020-2021? If the answer is yes, then the bubble concept is the best possible scenario to make it happen. If the answer is no, then let's not proceed any further. Let's not waste anyone's time. The answer is yes, then let's discuss the logistics involved. Logistics including location, neutral site. It's got to be a big city, no knock on small towns. But you need to have facilities, arenas, hotel space, medical providers. Take all that into account. Some coaches are in favor of not necessarily hotel, hotel chains, but I even think if you go to a hotel chain, if you're, especially if you're a Power 5 school, and say to that hotel manager, we need your hotel, we need rooms for 40, 50 people for six weeks, six to eight weeks. Cut us a deal. Let's make it happen. I'm pretty sure that hotel will make it happen. Smaller conferences, B&Bs, you can get this done. There are houses, beach homes, as an example. I'm not necessarily saying on the beach, but there are plenty of homes that can be rented, that can accommodate teens. Like I said, you go back to the initial question that must be asked and answered. Do you want to have a college basketball season? If the answer is yes, then let's work to make it happen by doing these things. Speaking to coaches so far, the coaches, they want to play. Their players want to play. 
They want to have a season. They want to compete. They're not thinking about this haphazardly. They, they see, like I said, NBA, WNBA have proven that the idea of a single site bubble concept, campus site, whatever you want to call it, everyone refer to it, the wobble for WNBA, campus site, NBA, it is working. Players and staff have tested no positive results. NHL, no positive results. All the players, staff, coaches, NHL is playing in two cities in Canada. Western Conference, I believe, is in one city. Eastern Conference teams are in another city. No problems. The bubble concept works. Let's look at MLB. Baseball. They're flying all around. Not a bubble. MLB is postponing games left and right. Because players and staff are testing positive. Flying travel concept is not going to work for college basketball. That's why I completely disregarded the athletics idea. Try to save non-conference games. That ain't gonna, that, that's not going to work. Part of the Pac-12 decision to postpone sports until January 1st. Well, that should include the non-conference basketball slate. Forget that. And part of that will impact other conferences. If you have games, non-conference games scheduled against those teams in the Pac-12. Focus on conference games. Speaking to coaches who are in favor of the bubble concept, coach said to me, Chris, I know that you may not want to hear this, but I don't see how media is going to be at these games. I said, that's fine. I'm okay with that. NBA is doing a great job right now keeping the media involved via Zoom conference media sessions. If that's what college conferences, if that's what the American decides to opt for, and the NCAA decides to opt for is hooking us up via media conference calls via Zoom, so be it. Coaches want to play. The players want to play. The bubble concept is being discussed, and the majority of people from that, the feedback I'm hearing thus far is positive. The coaches have to plan out. I've had discussions going through scenarios and logistics. But I'm just a sounding board. Coaches have to go present their plan to their AD, to their bosses, to their higher-ups to get this discussion further along. As I said, it's August 11th. If you want there to be college basketball, my opinion is the bubble concept single site is the best and safest way to make it happen. Plan now. Don't wait until October, November, and for heaven's sakes, December, to think of scenarios to get a season complete. Hell, started, then finished. The bubble concept works. College coaches are discussing it. Conferences, members... In discussions, I've heard coaches from different conferences, you know, friends, our coaches, they're discussing it. They're in favor of it. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. But start the planning now. Start the discussions now. I implore you. This is not a personal thing. 
It will impact me business-wise, no question. But don't do like football and avoid reality. No plan. Months. Months involved. You had college basketball in March, mid-March, shut down the season. No NCAA tournament. Football people did not consider and plan for the possibilities of if the virus is not flattened, the curve isn't flattened, what could happen? You didn't think about all these things? You did not think about really pushing forward and pleading with your fans who clearly are diehard college football fans? Please wear your mask. Please wash your hands with soap and water. Please Practice physical distancing. Students as well. Please. If you don't do these things, we won't have fall sports. And that includes football. Those things were not discussed and put forward in that manner in April, May, June. We're, and this is where we are right now. August 11th, the Big Ten and Pac-12 have have postponed fall sports, and that includes football. That's millions and potentially a billion dollars impacted. And one thing covering the Rockets and NBA during this restart, and what has been proven, is technology today allows for the games to be covered from a studio. You don't have to be at the game to cover the game. NBA, NHL, soccer, WNBA have all proven it. Some of the analysts, if they're not able to get to a studio, arena studio, they're doing the games from the house, their home studio, and doing a good job. The broadcast, the quality of the broadcast have been excellent. It can be done if you plan for it. That's what I'm doing. Plan. I'm asking you to plan for it. Think about it. Think about the bubble concept. Point blank. The very first question that must be asked. Do you want to have a college basketball season? If their answer is no, hang up the phone, turn off your Zoom, and let's stop right there. If the answer is yes, let's work to make it happen. Wrapping it up. Reminding everybody. Listen to my. Listen to or watch. My guys. Dr. Kenyatta Cavill. Mike Washington. And Charles Bishop. On Dr. Cavill's. Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Every Tuesday on Facebook Watch. Or. You can follow it. On the YouTube channel. Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. I upload. The videos each week, weekly shows to the channel. Also upload them to my Houston Roundball Review Radio station. You can listen to the show, listen to them if you don't want to watch them. Monday through Friday, five days a week from 8 to 10 p.m. You can catch up on previous shows on the weekend. I am Chris Gardner of the Houston Roundball Review. Visit my website at HoustonRoundBallReview.com for articles and links to my podcasts and videos.
And while you're at my site, please support me. Please support the HRR by contributing via PayPal. Or you can use the Cash App, my name, my government name, Christopher Gardner. Spelling it for you. Don't assume. Spelling it for you. K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. You can also sign up via links on my site to get the Disney bundle, which includes Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, and Hulu. Save 25% when you bundle all three. That's what I did. I signed up and I enjoyed programming. There's copious amounts of programming. Sports, original programming, movies, Marvel, everything on there. The Houston Round Ball Review has been around since 1994. No one does what I do. I'm not saying my way is the right way, but this is what I do. I made my own little niche in sports media and sports coverage. Houston Round Ball Review, local name, national perspective. Thank you for your time. Take care.